as we cover many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons. Are you ready to get jacked up? Are you with us? Then listen on. Just once again, agree to talk about food. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about ice cream brands. Oh, God. There's so many, and yet there's so many particular flavors. You can tell what came from where. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's what it seems like with some of these particular brands. Especially ones that uh, to take home brands. Yeah. Talked a bit about Nestle. I don't think they're really the leader in the brand right now. It seems like Hagen Dazs is one. They're doing all the various coffee flavors, and then <laughs> if you're not getting one of the other main brands, then you're probably getting one of those cheap ass, you know, great value crapola from Kroger. <laughs> but I typically yeah. Brahms. And then I'll get some of the other ones that they have in their grocery section. <laughs> we also got ones like Bluebell. Oh, yeah. Well. Bluebell is probably the number one leader, just most commonly served at every restaurant. <laughs> That's what people mostly get in grocery stores. Uh, Braves is another one. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I think you said Ben and Jerry's that you found pretty forgettable. And I was like, yeah, very forgettable. Uh, Talenta, I think, is another one that I've seen. I thought they were pretty good, but we also have ones like Blue Bunny. Yeah, how is Blue Bunny? Because I've seen it's them. Actually, not bad. I even had them when I had the. It's it's a weird story to say, but I guess I'll say it now. But somehow, because I had the flu years ago, a few years ago, and Somehow, having not ice cream managed to, I don't know, managed to make me feel better somehow. I don't know if that was possible. <laughs> but, freeze those germs. I don't know. I guess so. Uh, but I was like, well, now I have some respect for Blue Bunny. So, especially that point. <laughs> but, Perfect. Oh, shit. There's a bunch of these. I've seen it's it's ice cream sandwich, but I haven't had that one. Um, yeah, it depends on which ones you get. My ice cream sandwiches. 
At least the ones I tried. Um, well, you also have like certain places that sell ice cream, like Baskin Robbins. Yeah, I. It's been a minute before I even attempted Baskin Robbins. If I was, it was very brief. Marble Slab. I think they seem to have that franchise just about anywhere, and you can basically get custom ice cream cakes. <laughs> oh, that's true. I haven't had that in years, so I can't I, say. I will say I don't care for how they mashed up the M&Ms, because half the time the M&Ms were frozen, so it's like, shit, this is hard candy now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> eating a jawbreaker. <laughs> a jawbreaker <laughs> ice cream. Yeah, it's yeah Traeger's is a part of Eddie's, E-D-Y, so I didn't know that. Hmm. Till I, that. I think I've seen them do, like, some giant ice cream sandwiches, so interesting. Hmm. looking at a few of these others. But man, uh, half the time it was also just find a really strong cone, you know? <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you can't always get that. In some places, at least. And... Caramel. Funny tracks is often that one. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and... Almost everyone does Oreo cookie. Sometimes it's just an Oreo just smashed up and just <laughs> right inside the ice cream. And there's one place that I don't really go there all the time, but over here is one called Bops, which is like a frozen custard ice cream place. They wow. Yeah, you can get like different flavors there, and you know it's not bad, but. As I've already said, you can't eat it all the time. Totally. But it's one place I recommend if you're around the area. Mm-hmm. And that's one that at least is close to me, the closest to my house. But I'm trying to think of. Oh, totally. Have you tried the Belgian chocolate Magnum? Have I tried that? I've you'll see if that. I have. I don't remember. But it's just so unreal how it's just like it literally looks. I just laughed at first because sometimes it was gold, and I I don't know why I thought it was the Trojan Magnum condom for a minute. I was in there. It's like nope. It's it's a ma- get your head out of the gutter. It is a Magnum ice cream brand. And it's just like giant ass, just brown and yellow coating around the. Okay. Skinny cows another one. It's like a Greek frozen yogurt bar. I haven't tried Greek yogurt in forever, so. Yeah, it's been years. I tried that. Halo top and so delicious is definitely another one that I see. Yeah. It's sugar free but pretty delicious. A lot of them are mixing in mint and almond, strawberry mixes. That's what some of them that I do. Um, Dairy Queen, of course, we talked about. I'm just well, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it shows how much I don't remember that place at all. That I so. even I think the worst part was even believe it or not the chocolate syrup that they were using because it's just like what what are you putting in that? <laughs> Probably something that they should be putting in there. 
I didn't want to admit that. Sounds. If they are, then they should be investigated. But just me. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, there's a few others. Um. It's like I mean, if you wanna also bring up like the ones that McDonald's would have for the ice cream. Yeah, we talked about Wendy's was kind of had yeah. the yogurt figured out. Yeah, the price, the Frosties. Frosties. I don't call anything about Burger King. <laughs> I don't think they have any at all. At least yeah, that's my just giant ass cokes. So, oh, they did. I I'm sure they have to have some ice cream and root beer flow mixture. <laughs> I think they do. I just haven't had it, to be honest. Good. Uh, if you go to a Rose's Cafe, they'll often have a really delicious Mexican, you know, ice cream style, you know, <laughs> mixed yeah. in brownie uh and bj's brew house of course has all kinds of desserts and especially they also too have a brownie mixed in with ice cream um i, I guarantee you denny's definitely had one especially a frosting shake <laughs> well like i said if they did i i've been at disney denny's but i've never tried their ice cream so yeah that's you can't go there all the day unless you want to well no <laughs> but it depends upon the day usually especially that place um i know there's one that's also close to here that's i'm not calling i'm not kidding when i say this with the name of this place it's called just chillin <laughs> yes you know, it's called just chillin through the out yeah, just chilling sweet treats that's what it's called chili treats speaking of which chilies did have a pretty delicious ice cream that you can get oh they do this yeah. especially if you get like one of the desserts and then you can put the ice cream on top of it oh mm -hmm. yes that's Ooh, yeah. that's me right there <laughs> Ooh, i'll admit yeah. that i'll admit that folks I'm not ashamed. I'll say it. No, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, that's one ice cream that I should think was because it doesn't taste you know, as unnatural like someone like Dairy they're, they're Queen somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's at least. Many restaurants would just kind of find the easy way out half the time where they would just say, hey, just. Get a typical ice cream brand, you know, uh, discounted from <laughs> the bar or yeah, know, the frozen. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can tell right away. What should taste? You can tell. Like seriously, you didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, did you just put it in the let it defrost for a few minutes? <laughs> like you just let it sit there. It's like, oh, okay. There you go. We'll serve the head. Like, well, thanks, guys. Just heat up the ice cream server, you know, metal, and then, you know, let the dominoes fall where they do. But yeah, don't just get it just now out, uh, or don't let it melt as soon as you take it outside. You know, <laughs> that's when you can tell it's been out for quite some time. Oh yeah. Well, some places don't care. 
I don't nope, care. we'll just throw them back. And if they like it, they like it, they don't, then scroll on. Shall serve it. <laughs> But um, trying to think of other ones. I mean, as I mentioned, those as I'm forgetting the one place I used to go to as a kid, but they actually had really good ice cream. This was I used to live in New Orleans at the time. <laughs> it ah, oh, can't believe I'm blanking the name now. It's gonna kill me later, and I suddenly remember that. But <laughs> it was more old school with ice cream, but they still managed to make it taste good and not make it like some of those restaurants. They actually felt like it was homemade compared to other restaurants. And good. And it's, and it's still <laughs> around because I know I passed by it sometime last year. And we're still doing well somehow, even during this whole pandemic. Somehow, yeah. I'm glad to see that. So, but I will say it is delicious to have some kind of delicious sandwich and soup, and then mix it in with some ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect thing, especially not only for like the summer, but also even for like the fall. But that's the perfect thing to have. There you go. You have your your dinner and your dessert. So there you go. Dinner and dessert. Complain. <laughs> or lunch and dessert. Some people do that too. However, yeah. it has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just how strange people can be. <laughs> oh boy. I think the hard part is just reminding yourself, don't, you know, eat it too fast. You will get an ice cream headache. It's having all this frozen stuff. Yeah. Well, I've been lucky. I don't eat it too fast. I'm usually pretty slow, so. There you go. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't. Because I've had some siblings do that, and, oh, that was a nightmare. I <laughs> especially don't want my, my teeth are really good at getting frozen, so it's like, eat very casually and slowly. <laughs> yeah. That's what you have to do, especially some ice cream, because sometimes you can feel it. And it's happened to me once or twice, but not too often, because I'm usually careful. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what's it called? I didn't have an issue with, I think Jack in the Box had some decent ice cream sundaes. I have to try them one day. I haven't tried them still. For sure. And I know I'm back to McDonald's here, but I know they had their ice cream sundaes, but I never tried it, so I can't really say too much on that. And I will my siblings usually get that a lot. But like I said, I've never tried it, so I can't say. Um, there's, I think. That. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's because I mostly go back to, like, you had to do, like, the ice cream shakes they would do. And you could mix them up and there, kind of shakes, even. Did Louisiana ever, Louisiana ever have the purple cow? 
that was, no. one, that was a franchise for a while and i didn't know how far it extended but it was definitely one of those if you want so much milk and sugar and you want diarrhea go there it's so good and yet it's just not worth the restroom trip afterwards yeah i don't so, think it's over here at all because that was oh crap it is it's in baton rouge oh well <laughs> i just realized dallas <laughs> well i never heard of it so i should taste with mayo it was very tasty and yet god way to really annoy one's stomach <laughs> oh boy that was great. <laughs> um, yeah, no, if there's any other ones you want to suggest, I'm down. But if not, I mean, I think that pretty much covers it. <laughs> No, nah, I can't think of anything else, to be fair. It's such a shame, because when you come across one that really does stand out so well, it is often a mom-and-pop store, or it's, yeah, them taking oh, yeah. a mixture of Haagen-Dazs and Bluebell and just mashing it together with some other kind of just... Again, I mean, ice cream is pretty easy to make. Milk and butter oh, yeah. and flour. Like, if you mess that up, then that's just kind of sad, to be fair. <laughs> that's like I said it's not many ingredients you can put in there just saying not just the ingredients no <laughs> even some even certain people can screw that up I've seen it happen it is definitely so. possible well oh, you can read on here it's good being on here. Anytime, man. Just down away stuff that's on our mind. Just inventing it. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, be safe out there. We'll return after these messages. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try? They must be destroyed on sight! The new podcast cure-all, sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation, we have Italian horror, we have zombies, we have slashers, we have crime films, we have spaghetti westerns, we even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts, Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy. African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin cough, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult physician before listening. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. 
No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Hey, everybody. I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love your movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes and gratuitous boobies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven at eilfm.podbean.com Welcome to Who Was She podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jabari. After a decade working in documentaries, marketing, and all things digital media, I found that podcasting is a strong medium to share stories. After years of producing for others, I decided to start my own biographical podcast. Who Was She will focus on the life of a woman throughout Baha'i history. The first season is about Lydia Zeminoff. Lydia's story explores the subjects of the power of language and faith. Her father invented the universal language Esperanto, and she came from a Jewish family and became a Baha'i. She grew up during World War I and was killed during World War II in a concentration camp, despite heroic efforts to save her life. How can one person's life intersect with so many others, connect across borders, and inspire a biography which inspired this podcast? Over the next few weeks, I will share her story with you and the lives that were most affected by her and those who affected her life as well. They include her father, Ludwig Semenov, her spiritual mother, American journalist Martha Root, and the Baha'i German soldier, Fritz Mako, who worked for the resistance undercover while having to serve the Nazi party. 
I want to thank the author Wendy Heller and George Ronald Publishing for their blessing to let me use Heller's biography, Lydia, The Life of Lydia Zemanoff, Daughter of Esperanto, as a main and instrumental resource for this podcast. So please subscribe and learn about this amazing woman who traveled through three continents in an effort to bring unity through the power of language. You can also find more information on our Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Who Was She Podcast. Music was composed and performed by Sam Red. I am your host, Tara Jabari. Join us next time as we begin our journey about Lydia Zeminoff. Are you sick of the same old stale podcast? Well, then join Vanessa and Darren as they dissect movies of all kinds. The two lifelong cinema lovers bring their favorites, curiosities, and first-time watches to the operating table and inject them with a healthy dose of snark. Then there's the waiting room where they examine books and short stories. So just look for them on Apple Podcasts and where fine podcasts are available. They're part of the Legion Podcast Network. Follow them on Twitter at VD Clinic Pod. Join them on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash VD Clinic Pod. Or email them at vdclinicpod at gmail.com. They're ready to cure what ails you. (laughs) And still, they just might be a little contagious. Hi there. It's Heather from the Watching Netflix Without You podcast. Did you know that there are over 1,200 Netflix original feature films and documentaries? And that number is only growing. So I've made it my mission to watch as many as I possibly can. Then, with a delightful guest or guests, disclaimer, more often than not my brother Ryan, we spend an episode rating, reviewing, and discussing a film at length. The first half of every episode is spoiler-free for those who haven't seen it yet, and in the second half, after a very clear spoiler warning, we dive into it. And that's really about it. You can listen to Watching Netflix Without You on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. We now continue with our program. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up review show.